passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Welcome back to Denver Hoops and Dreams. I am your host, Jeremy Nichols, here with my co-host, Jack Balsley. And Jack, we are in interesting times right now. Interesting times. I know, obviously, on our last show, we spoke about the you know upcoming things that were about to happen in terms of free agency with Bruce Brown, other Nuggets players, and, of course, all around the league right now. So we will dive into all of those things in a second. But before we do, um, I want to make sure that just check on you, man. How are you doing? And I also know that we have um, Kobe joining our show again today. So he should be here very soon. And we will talk to him about, you know, one, we'll check out how he's doing as well as we'll get his thoughts on um, obviously Bruce Brown's decision. I know it was kind of crazy how that became such a big thing. Not as big as LeBron's decision, but it did it did affect a number of things right but um we'll see how that goes but but jack how are you doing today man i'm doing good it's it's a nice saturday i'm going to the rockies game tonight gonna watch the fireworks after they lose and uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, uh, we'll see no i just came it's funny most rockies game i've been to knock on wood they won but uh we'll see they just beat detroit last night how about you how are you doing jeremy Nah, no dude i'm i'm good you know just about the same on this end i'm you know, enjoying this Saturday, um, you know, went out early this morning, went thrifting. It's just something that I do for myself. Um, you know, I found some really, really cool things. And, you know, it's, it's just one of those things, you know, I, I think everybody needs to have like a hobby, like something that they just like to do for themselves. And that's it for me. I, I go thrifting. Sometimes I find clothes. Sometimes I find Louisville slugger baseball bats that I keep in my home. Like, it's just, you know, I like having random things. Um, but yeah, today, today was cool. I, I actually went looking to see if I could find like just random nugget stuff, but you can't find that no more. Now, all of a sudden, since the nuggets are champions, 
everybody and their grandmama want some nuggets gear. So it's like it's hard to find unless you get it online or you go to one of those big name stores. But yeah, long gone are the days of finding the nuggets gems at the thrift stores. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 over with now. But um yeah, yeah man. I I I was looking, but I, I went I went through every aisle. I'll be honest. I went through every aisle trying to see if they had at least anything that even remotely said nuggets. Nope. Hey, at least you can get some good Bronco stuff still. Oh yeah. Oh, you can yo, you can still Oh yeah, you can still listen. I saw some Broncos jerseys this morning. I was like, dude, these look brand new. <laughs> like, no, they probably are. People Yeah, it, it yeah. Until until the Broncos become relevant again. Um, Winning-wise, it's going to be easy to find all that stuff. You know how it is, man. In Peyton, Peyton, and Peyton, we trust. Yeah. Dude, I have so <laughs> many Peyton Manning jerseys and T-shirts, and they damn near giving it away for free now. So, dude, I saw I saw a Trevor Simeon jersey hey, the other day. The and, hey, listen, Trevor Simeon was he, – he had a winning, uh, a winning record for the Broncos. So, I think he might be the only one. Hey, I've always told people if Trevor Simeon wasn't given the scraps of the Peyton Manning retiring and Ryan Clady and all them just dipping, I think he could have been a solid starter for the Broncos. So there's no hate in my mind for Trevor. Yeah. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Route. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Yeah, I mean, wasn't he? What was it? The year right after? Did we finish what nine yeah. and seven? Yeah, nine yeah. and seven. So that was like the only winning season since then, since the the Super Bowl win, right? So, ugh, man, oh man! But yeah, Trevor Simeon, man. <laughs> we will uh, we'll get into all of those things. Obviously, you know, we are in the talks for maybe a potential broncos pod um so we will see what what that looks like and and how that works um but yeah listen man we are now essentially full force into nba free agency right and it looks like we have kobe joining the show right now so let me go ahead and bring him up right now before we actually get into these details good timing kobe there he is there he is talk to the people man (laughs) you all hear me Yes, yes sir. sir. Yes, sir. Y'all good. I know the last time we talked, it was before they wanted chips. So um, I want to oh. say, you know, they did it. And um, I don't know um, what free agency is looking like this year. But um, but nonetheless, before we get into it, I'm good. Um, enjoying the weather, enjoying this holiday, this long holiday weekend. So um, that's pretty much all I got. It's nice to see you all and hope for a great show um, today. So that's all I got. 
Very cool. Yeah, we were just about to start talking about free agency stuff. So you hopped in at the right time. So the first thing that I wanted to touch on today is obviously probably the most important free agency um, situation that has occurred so far that is affecting the Denver Nuggets, the champion Denver Nuggets, I should say. Um, We all were waiting to see what Bruce Brown was about to do because you know, the way that the Nuggets signed him last year, I mean, he was he was making what they signed him for like two years, maybe 13, just yeah. about. Um, and he obviously had a player option going into the second year. Um, and the most the Nuggets could have offered him was, I think, maybe 7.8, I believe, was yeah. the highest amount um, because of, you know, they are smacking real close to that 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 luxury tax. Well, no, they're they're surpassed that. So now they're they're getting. Yeah, it's it's a little ridiculous now. Um, I'm so confused about all that, dude. Stuff. It's 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 a lot. It's a lot. Of, they talking about this and the apron I mean, and I this need the NFL and... salary. That's, that's <laughs> clear cut for me. Yeah, the NBA is so different now because it's like, and then now we have we still have like a trade exception from the Monte Morris trade that's valued at nine million. So we can go out and potentially get like a Alex Caruso or a Sadiq Bay. Like all these different guys are still available within that. But we will talk about that in a second. But we did find out yesterday that Bruce Brown did in fact take a deal to go two years, $45 million to the Indiana Pacers. And I think for me, I want to know how you guys felt about that. Like when you, when you saw that, when you heard that, not to say that you weren't expecting it, but I think for me as a fan, I was just glad that he didn't go to either the Lakers or the Suns. I think yeah. once he didn't go to any of those two teams or even the Sixers. So let me throw that. Let me throw the, Let me throw the Sixers in there too. Um, but as long as he didn't go to any of those teams, I'm cool because we know Bruce is Bruce is a good player. Um, but the way I see it is this: Bruce had made what 13 million dollars so far in his career in, in total, yeah. and now he's gonna almost double that in one year. Yeah, like that's listen, man. Go get your money, Bruce. Like. At least he didn't he didn't say, all right, cool, you know what? I'm just gonna go to the Lakers instead. Now had he done that, I'm gonna tell you. Yeah. I that Bruce thing might actually have turned into a boo for some people. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Because that right there, I think, would have been the only way that Nuggets fans might have turned on Bruce Brown if he had done that. Like, let's be real. As much as the Nuggets loved him, he was a part of the championship roster. But if you do that and then you turn around take the mid-level exception with the Lakers and then put – no, 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 no. We, we, we would have we had, had some words after that. But, uh, but, Kobe, listen, man, what were your thoughts when you heard that Bruce Brown took that deal with the Pacers? Bittersweet. Um, the hardest part was realizing that it wasn't just about um, the team, that it was also personal. Like, I, I got to get my money, you know. And with the NBA, you never know what can happen in this season. Um, so, you know, things happen, and I'm glad he just got a bag. Um, I know Nuggets fans were kind of like, well, I know he's probably going to stay. And it's like, yeah, even if he stayed on a 7.5 or some $7.8 million deal, the amount of money that a lot of teams were just handing out yesterday and today mm-hmm. was just ridiculous. So I was like, go get your bag, Bruce. Um, now, the the other side of it is bitter because it's like, okay, who else is going to step up to that role that Bruce played? 
And I'm not asking no one to fill the shoes of Bruce. We're not asking of that. We're just asking that you play your game, but you understand how to play within a system. And to me, that's what Bruce did. He played to his strengths, but he also learned how to play with a team that had so many different, I don't know, strengths is the best way to put it. Like MPJ was a shooter. KCP was a defender and a shooter. Jamal was a facilitator and a scorer. Jokic was all encompassing. Everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But then the bench, like, you know, I was talking to uh, uh, my dad, actually, and I was like, the bench struggled last year a lot with offensive scoring. And I think Calvin looked at it as we do have defenders, right? We do have Christian and we have Peyton, but we need scoring. And so I think that's why he looked at it as like <laughs> when there was moments in the entire playoff series, you were like, okay, Bruce is scoring, but it wasn't a 20 piece or wasn't, you know, wasn't scattered throughout the board. So yeah, with, with Bruce, he did an amazing job here. Can't get mad at him for getting a bag 22 or 20 million is phenomenal. Um, and I just hope that he does a great job in the Pacers and, um, I think he'll do great. Um, but just from a standpoint of a Nuggets fan, it's like missing that piece was, was a bittersweet. So I'll pass it over to Jack. Yeah. I mean, everything you said, I totally agree. I think I'm like Jeremy said, I'm glad he picked that yellow, not Lakers. yellow. <laughs> um, but I mean, I think, you know, the Nuggets are more in a comfortable sense of you know we won the championship we need to run it back with the guys we have and of course they're going to try to keep everybody it's unrealistic so especially with you know all that cap limitation that bruce was you know stuck under so i think it was inevitable it is a bummer of course i mean we wanted him he was such a vital piece but i do think calvin booth well i mean calvin booth gave it all he could you know as he could only really give him with so much but i just think that I think there's more hope based on how the rookies performed throughout mm -hmm. the playoffs, throughout the season. I think that's why it's it doesn't sting as hard as like if it was him on the bench doing the only – and sometimes it was just him on the bench. But if it was just <laughs> him on the bench, then I'd be distraught. But I just think mm -hmm. that there is so much future coming in that it, it's, kind of, it's really hard to say like, oh, we're screwed. Oh, we can't run it back. I, yeah. I, I think that, you know, the the defense in Piwat, this, you know, just, the, I mean, defense in Braun, Brown too. I just think that they're both up and coming, you know, Strother, he has a shooting ability. Hopefully he can really get bench minutes quickly. But even the guys we've had that, that we haven't been using, like Zeke, I really hope he can, you know, step it up and be a, bat, a good backup big and, mm -hmm. you know, Vladko too. And all those guys, there's just so many guys where I just, I, now that Bruce is gone, I really hope Malone can emphasize their their yeah. talents that they have because, as we saw in the playoffs, good or bad, he, Malone played three guys unless it was a blowout on the bench. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, trust, you know, yeah, trust. yeah, like we need we need a little bit more versatility. But hey, shout out to the Pacers, man! They just traded for Ob Toppin. Uh, and, you know, Jeremy, if I'm saying his name right. Nope, um, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, always messes up hey, all the names. Pacers are but, cooking. Yeah, I mean, they're trying to get everybody. So, I mean, you can't really blame them offering that kind of money. But again, to both of your points, I think if if he went somewhere else that was a little bit more iffy, I'd kind of be bummed. Like, especially if he was going to somewhere else to play the exact same role. Now he's correct. Yeah, the fact that he's going in to start, I just I got more faith in. It's like he's ready for that next step in his career. 
whether it actually translates or not, of course we're rooting for him. We hope it does, but you just never, Kobe, like you said, you never know how the season goes. So right. hopefully the Pacers utilize him correctly because he does have a lot of talent, but you know, he's ready to go. We're, we're ready to move on in a positive way. I, I always love when a player leaves and it's on the best term possible. So mm -hmm. uh, shout out to you, Andre Iguodala. Um, no, <laughs> um, no, but uh but you know, so I just I just think that the Nuggets are good. I would like to see a little bit more ad. I really did like uh, re-signing DeAndre Jordan because, mm. especially for the limited amount he's asking for, you can't really complain too much there. But one I was really excited for was Reggie Jackson. I think that he can really take on a role that he wasn't being seen as, mm. like after that trade. And I think that him and along with Thomas Bryant, who Thanks for going to the heat, Thomas Bryant. Um, I, I think uh, I just think that Reggie, man, he he has the ability to really be that backup point guard. And I think right. now that he's actually comfortable, I think Malone can work with him in the offseason because it's hard, especially with how you know hard-headed Malone is getting a guy yeah. midseason and really utilize him off the bench. And so if they they had such limited repetition. So that's why I kind of did feel bad for Thomas Bryant throughout the year. I feel like he really didn't get a good chance to get his footing but i'm guess as you saw he was asking for too much so i would have yeah. loved to see both of them come back but really happy that they re-signed reggie so jeremy how you feeling right now presented by t-mobile the official wireless partner of odyssey sports with an awesome network and great savings there's never been a better time to join t-mobile visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today dude i mean i i agree with everything you guys just said um i mean bruce was definitely one of my favorite players to watch obviously we talked about him a bunch going into the playoffs. And I mentioned numerous times, you know, that I think he was probably going to be more of the, one of the more important players. I think I thought that there were a couple players that would have gotten more minutes. I mean, you just brought up Reggie Jackson. I thought Reggie Jackson would have seen more time in the playoffs, but obviously he did not because Michael Malone sticks to his guns, literally, you know, that's just what he is. I mean, look how many minutes Jeff Green played in the playoffs. I mean, that's crazy. That's, that's wild. But anyways, um, <laughs> hey, listen, the Nuggets, the Nuggets won the whole thing. I can't I can't even criticize too much. It is what it is. Um, but now, nah, man, listen, I, like I said before, I'm happy for Bruce. You know, I think it makes sense for him. This is this is for his family. Right. Not just for him, it's him, his family. And, and you know, you said it. He went out on the best terms like this is this is a situation when, yes, when Bruce, when the Nuggets play the Pacers, you're going to see a tribute video for him. He's going to have one of those, mm -hmm. right? right? Because he did this the right way. And man, shout out, shout out to Bruce Brown, man. Listen, get your money. Um, I know, but I'll tell you, they, they, you know, that, that, uh, that Twitter account called old takes exposed. Oh, yeah. oh they, they blasted Bruce yesterday. They yeah. blasted him. They blasted Michael Malone. Hey, Malone was drunk. Uh, you got you got to That man was hammered by the time he, he got to the podium. Let's be honest. But they 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 did him dirty, man. Because all you saw is that little. They posted that little clip of Bruce Brown looking at the crowd, talking about, "Hold on, I got one question for y'all. One more." <laughs> and everybody's like, "Yes." Yeah. And he's like, "Okay, all right, let me go." And then, of course, he didn't specifically say anything, but no. um, I think it was fifty fifty. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so too. I mean, listen, Indiana, the Indiana Pacers gave him, you know, that the, the old saying is like a deal you can't refuse this. That was it. That yeah. was it. Like they had so much money. They're offering him a starting spot because I know he's not taking that to come off the bench. Cause yeah. I mean, let's be real. Who else do they have that's going to start over him? 
I mean, stop. I mean, Tyrese Halliburton, that's their star, obviously. But yeah. Halliburton, I like what the Pacers are cooking up, just like you guys just talked about. I like what they're doing now. I don't know if Buddy Heald is going to be staying there. Of course, they got Miles Turner. They have some – they got some guys, and now with Obi Toppin now, you know, Tyrese Halliburton basically is saying he sees himself – as Patrick Mahomes and Obi Toppin as, as a Tyreek Hill. Like he actually brought that up, that type of connection, because he's like, I could throw lobs because dude, Tyrese Halliburton can pass, yo, mm-hmm. that, that man, he is a really good young point guard. Definitely one of my yeah. favorite point guards to watch. Cause I've won a lot of money on him betting on him. So I know he's good. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, man, let's, let's let's be honest. <laughs> it's the Indiana Kings and it's the Sacramento Pacers. Yeah. Yeah. They just rosters, basically. It was a win-win trade, a win-win trade. And Not, it, it was for sure. It was for sure. Cause I mean, the Kings obviously getting, you know, DeMontis Sabonis and, and they getting Tyrese Halliburton and they, both teams are pretty much on the rise. Of course, the Kings, um, you know, pushing the Warriors in the playoffs last year. And, and even though they were a higher seed, but they played well, like they played extremely well. And I think they're going to be better next year. Um, the Lakers are starting to, they're starting to cook. Like they're starting to find pieces and stuff now too. So it's going to be interesting how next season kind of plays out. I still believe the Nuggets can repeat. I know it's going to be tough because now the Nuggets are not going to surprise anybody, right? This is going to be, Teams are going to build their roster specifically to try to stop Nikola Jokic. Like that's literally what it is. Love and and Piwat and Piwat, dude, <laughs> dude. I think sure. I, I think you know we've been talking about Bruce Brown. Think about this. Do you know how scary it'll be if Peyton Watson develops a consistent three point shot? That would be if he does that because he hit a couple threes in the last couple games that he played like against the Suns and those little moments but if he has if he can get up to like 36 37 percent yeah dude <laughs> I don't know because I seen um your tweet and it was like I think a couple podcasts ago and you said you believe Bruce is leaving and he's heading to somewhere and you said I think the dark horse is Peyton Watson and I was like, hmm. So when I think Jack was on the podcast too, and I was mm-hmm. hearing about the discussion, and I was like, to me, Peyton Watts could be your Bruce Brown. He could he run. Can. And then I heard um, from Paul George's podcast, he was like, Peyton Watson reminds me of like a young Brandon Ingram. So when I heard that, I was like, oh. <laughs> so yeah. you, can, you can only imagine like he could guard one through four, possibly one through five if he wanted to, run the point. Like, there's so much – he's such an elusive player, and I like how you were thinking, Jeremy and Jack. Like, this dude Payton is literally an anomaly because he's athletic. And, like, what he's seen from – because i seen from when he played in the Warriors, blocking shots, super athletic, super young. And I think that Malone is going to put him out there and see. And Because I know he's a great defender, but he gets that shot down, and I think the confidence will grow with him too. So – being able to have that experience from transitioning from obviously Grand Rapids to um, be on the bench and watching and seeing the development of Sky High. I mean, he's super athletic and having a consistent jumper and stuff. So I think Christian and Payne will have mm-hmm. a huge, huge leap. Um, I'm hoping Strother gets minutes. I know people are like, I don't know if Strother's going to get minutes. I hope Strother gets minutes because. I do too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've seen his highlights and I was talking to, uh, and I don't want to derail, will be you know, the navigation of this um, podcast. But I know when I was talking to Jack, I was like, Strother is 
I seen the highlights, I was like, he can shoot. Dude, he's like, nice. He's like Clay yeah. Thompson esque. And I was like, oof, we got a Clay Thompson <laughs> shooter. Yeah. Oh, like they're a three pointer, floater, mid range, because he reminds me of KCP a little bit. If he gets his better defense, lethal, six seven, very lanky. So, yeah. No, I like I like Strother. Jack, like what do you what what are you seeing now? Now that the free agency is kind of just I mean, it's not over, obviously. We we saw a whole bunch of news this morning and it's gonna continue over the next couple of weeks, months, everything. But just what are you what are your thought what are you both of your thought processes now? Jack, I want to start with you. Where do you see the Nuggets as of right now in this moment coming off a championship? Do you think the Nuggets currently constructed have the pieces to repeat? as your champions i think they do i think they do especially if they utilize you know what they already had again i kind of mentioned it earlier with malone's stubbornness it does get to be a bummer sometimes but to kobe's point about Payne watson i mean if those guys who would have thought and i'm really hoping malone continues with it but who would have thought malone trusted two rookies you know with with both brown and watson like i love to see it because like Kobe said too, it all does is create confidence in both of them. And, you know, that'll just develop them even quicker if they have that confidence. So I do have faith. Um, as you know, me, I wasn't going to say we'll run it back just based off of superstition, <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. but it's not that I don't think that they can. I, I just, I do think that, and I've always thought this, if a team won the championship, they're the best team until proven otherwise. Like right. I just, you can't really, it's it's stupid to say like oh yeah well now the Suns are the best because they got Brad, Bradley Beal you know what I mean because right. you don't know how they're gonna play but you know exactly how the Nuggets are gonna play and they didn't lose anybody besides a bench player and I'm, I'm not you know minimizing Bruce Brown to a bench player but being yeah. realistic they're all five starters are still are still under contract for two years so it is really hard to say that oh the Nuggets are screwed like teams have been usurped. Granted, the Suns have really started to add to their bench, so I'll give them that credit. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, with getting you to Watanabe and um, I think Eubanks, but so it's like they are starting to develop that more. But I still just think they're too top heavy. You know, the Lakers—they're still in a weird position. Again, they're another team that I think are finally adding better. But I even saw a tweet about the Lakers too, and I thought it—it it was a really good point about how like they traded for Mobamba. He just got cut. They traded for, uh, or no, I think it was, he didn't pick up his option or something, but and they traded for, I can't remember the other guy, but he got cut. So it's like, they're in a weird position. Like they don't even know what they're doing. They just yep. re-signed D'Lo for 37 mil. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, like it's just, I think right now we're either in the position of the team, the teams in the West either are not ready to make that leap or they're just mismanaged. Like I think the Suns yeah. are mismanaged. And yeah. I think I think their new owner's just too gun ho. Like we got to win now, we got to win now because I think he's gonna feel that ripple effect. Similarly to like the Los Angeles Rams in the NFL, I think right. he's gonna feel that ripple effect sooner rather than later. Because m- m- they might win a championship. I'm not gonna say that it's out of the picture, but right. their roster's too top heavy. No it's draft, getting right. better. It's getting better. I'm not gonna give just completely dog them, but I just think that the chemistry's not there yet. I and I just think. Denver's chemistry is what won them their championship. If we're being honest, they don't have a ship, a bunch of big <laughs> guys, but they do have the chemistry. They do know everybody knows their position and it respects it. And, you know, even just like enforces it. It's, it, it, they have such a greatly constructed team. So shout out mm-hmm. to Tim Conley, shout out to Calvin Booth. But I think that 
the guy, and especially too, what I've noticed the guys that they resigned are those guys who know their position. Right. Like Reggie Jackson knows that he's, you know, he's not usurping Jamal Murray, but he's also doesn't care about that. Like he, right. and same with DeAndre Jordan, he's at the point of his career. He's not, you know, he's not part of Lob City. So mm-hmm. I just think that, especially in the West, teams are either too hurt, poorly constructed, or just mismanaged or just not ready. I, I just don't see anybody usurping the Nuggets as of now. And then, I'll just quickly do the East, but I think even with the East, it's in a very similar boat. I think this time it will genuinely be the Celtics that are the biggest threat. Again, though, they were the scariest. And when we beat them in January, I was like, okay, the Nuggets still can win, but there's a still good chance they lose to them in the finals. And then they lose to the Heat. So it's like, you have no idea if the Mm -hmm. Celtics can keep this up. Or yeah. you have no idea. Or Milwaukee losing losing four to one in the first round. <laughs> like they were the I second, still I still don't believe that to this day. Crazy. And they were the second biggest. They were the second biggest scare for the Nuggets in the in the East. So it's like if yeah. those two teams crumpled against teams in the East, it, it's really hard for me to say, oh wow, the Nuggets are they're in a tough boat. But Kobe, how you feeling? You said the Heat, and I already know Dane's going to the Heat, so <laughs> shout out to Dane going to the Heat. Yes, but um, um, for me, I agree for everything you said, Jack. Um, to me, what I laugh about the Suns and Suns fans is they don't understand that you need young talent. And Calvin Booth was saying that he reemphasized that in the draft. He said, I need young talent because Book and Aiden are the only two draft picks since that. Um, a while back ago, but you needed to develop that. You don't have development. When you don't have development, you don't know chemistry, you don't know a system, it's going to show itself like it has shown for the, the Suns in the past few years, getting blown out by 30, not realizing who y'all are, not understanding chemistry. And I think when it comes down to it, yes, they got better to a degree, the same thing with the Lakers, but what I love about the coaching staff, about the Nuggets, and about the front office is they know that we have to get guys that are not only ready to play, but know how to play in their role. And if you don't, if you come out of college and don't know your role, then it's like, how are you going to be able to fit under a team? And how do you gel with who, you know, the makeup of the team? Because with Stroth, they're coming from Gonzaga, right? A super top level program. He knew I'm a shooter, get rebounds, and do what I need to do. Malone's looking like looking at Shaka like I can give I can add you to defense, elevate your um shooting, get your rebounding up there. Next thing you know, they're like, wow, like Strother's, you know, not even talked about as one of the rookies that stepped out. I mean, Christian when they drafted Christian Brown, it was the same thing of like, well, what was the point of the Nuggets drafting Christian Brown? I don't see him. I said that. I said that too. I ain't gonna yeah. lie. Yeah. <laughs> and because I was watching film when he got drafted, and I was like, Calvin knows what he's doing, because he sees that Christian's not afraid of the moment. He played in the NCAA championship. And most importantly, yeah. it's the same thing with Peyton Watson. They're not afraid, but most importantly, they know their role. And like with the coaching staff, you got, also got to be coachable. And that's the thing that when you think about it too, a lot of these young cats are coachable. And if you can't coach them, you got to get out like Bones and, you know, a couple others that didn't fit under the mold. And so um, the Lakers to me and the Suns are trying to catch up, but what they don't understand is a chemistry. Cause who 
you're telling me you're trying to make up this team. You don't even know if Bron's going to stay another year. Bron's probably leaving to go play with Bronny. And that entire franchise is like blowed up because you're really going to keep AD as your franchise player. And if the Suns don't make the championship, then what? Y'all screw paying, and they're paying over the luxury tax. That's another conversation for another day. <laughs> to get Bradley Bill and to get all these players and not understand, okay, how do they all fit under, you know, the roles, but also how do they unite as a team? That's something that you got to think about. So I'll pass it over to Jeremy and uh, get your thoughts, Jeremy. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, you guys have been talking about it. I think looking at the Phoenix Suns and the way they're currently constructed Yes, they are extremely top heavy. And I know even yesterday when I know before Kyrie decided to go back to Dallas, um, they were like he was a potential person to add to that. So Kyrie, KD, Booker, Beal, like, listen, man, like it sounds good on paper, I guess. But then in reality, the word that you guys have been using, and it's absolutely correct, is chemistry. Like if if there is no chemistry and and. The other side of it, too, not even just chemistry, all of those guys that I just named, maybe besides Booker, but Booker was also injured for a while, too. Injury problems, right? Can you, like, think about it. You know, you you said just like the the, the Rams, right? When they, they they tried to get everybody, they had they, they brought in a key to leave later on. They brought in, they had Aaron Donald. They had this guy. They had that guy. They had Ramsey. They had... Like, they just was like, oh, no, no, we're going to get everybody and try to do it. And then, yes, of course, they ended up winning something after the fact, but that was more like eventually, right? Like, with these types of teams, you have to get 100% lucky because you're building it off of trying to force talent together as opposed to building it and growing it from the ground up, which is what the Nuggets and, you know, the Nuggets did. So I think the Nuggets, like, themselves can repeat just solely off the fact that when Nikola Jokic is out there on the floor, I will bet against the Nuggets. I will bet the Nuggets against anybody. Like, that's just what it is at this point. Him, Jamal Murray, when those two guys are healthy and playing that two-man game, who's going to stop it? Especially now that they know they can win a championship based on playing that way. Oh, good luck. You know, good luck. And 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 seeing MPJ, and, and you, you brought up uh, Strother, right? I see a lot of MPJ in Strother, like just that, that style. I mean, he's a guy and it's not even just the whole fact that he's light skin. It's just that uh, <laughs> because it kind of seems like the nuggets, the nuggets are just drafting like the whole light skin brigade around the Jokic, Aaron Gordon, Jamal Murray, MPJ, the list was going on, man. So, <laughs> but nah, I like, I like Strother, man. And I think the way that he stretches the floor, like you mentioned, like his, I watched this highlight reel and I was like, dude, this kid, this kid is nice, and he's hitting from everywhere around the court. 40% three-point shooter in college, like that right there is, is intriguing. You give Nikola Jokic a three-point shooter who is going to knock down shots, good luck. Right. That's what it's going to come down to because you cannot – I don't care. I don't care. I mean, look at it. You know what they were saying before the Nuggets played the Lakers? Anthony Davis was the best defensive blah, blah, blah in the playoffs. He would shut this down and – yeah, we saw how that worked out, right? Because Nikola Jokic did his thing, but he also had help. Jamal Murray played well. I mean, Aaron Gordon had his moments in that series. I, I especially love when him and LeBron got into it, right? That was a that was a cool little moment. I saw somebody put, put that on Twitter the other day, that little clip where uh, I think he had, like, his, his arm in, like, LeBron's chest or something like that. Like, it was like, dude, 
I was like, man, hey, these guys about to fight. Hold on. <laughs> but um, nah, it's I like the way I like what the Nuggets have, right? I just think the Nuggets have the core and free agency is not over yet. Like I said, they still have that that trade exception from the Monte Morris trade. And it's interesting that Monte Morris ended up, you know, getting traded today and going to Detroit. Right. And and but of course, for him, that's probably a bittersweet situation. One, I, I know he's not expecting to win anything right now, but he is from Michigan. Right. So there is there is something in there for him, I guess. Um, but there's still a lot of opportunities right now. You guys brought up Dame um, going to, or potentially going to Miami, which is obviously where he wants to go. And to think about Dame, Jimmy and Bam, that's actually not bad. That's I think I actually think that lineup fits really well together based on the style of play because Dame is not necessarily known as a defender, but he can score and facilitate. Jimmy is very versatile in what he does. Of course, he plays an excellent defense, but then he can take a game over. Bam has his moments. We saw him hitting a lot of mid-range shots, especially like in game one of the NBA finals. Like he can he can get his buckets when needed. And of course, he's known as one of the better defenders in the league, even though he is undersized in comparison to some of the other centers, right? But he still does his job. You forget yeah. one person, though. You forget one person. Who am I forgetting? Eric Spolstra. Eric Spolstra, one of the yeah, best coaches good, in bro. the league. <laughs> you know, so well, that, that is true. That is very true. But I also can't forget the GOAT on that team, Duncan Robinson, all right? That's – that's <laughs> no, nah, nah, he's – Nah, no, Duncan Robinson is absolutely getting traded. He's he's gonna if if Dame is going there, Duncan is gone. There's no yeah, he's he's gonna be gone in that in that deal for sure. Um but you know, just like you know, just like Bruce Brown, you know, getting his money. Shout out to Gabe Vincent, shout out to you know Max Struess, like those guys who played for Miami and played really well, you know, undrafted guys like I mean, not in that series. I'm saying throughout the season. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, not in, not in that series. Not in that series. But they had they had their moments because, of course, they had to hit shots for them to get to the finals, right? They just ran into a, a juggernaut team in the finals, and hey, man, it is what it is. But prior to that, I'll tell you, the, the Celtics know about Max Struess. They know about Gabe Vincent. They know about Caleb Martin. These guys made their names in that in that series especially so you know just shout out to all the free agents right now you know doing their thing getting their money and um we will see how everything goes like i said you know obviously with the whole dame situation now he's not going to be in the nuggets division anymore the northwest division so we don't got to see him a million times a year where he would where he dropping 55 points on the nuggets and like enough of that we'll see you they twice a year and we're cool one thing i will say too I, I'm a huge proponent of history repeats itself. You look at the 0304 Lakers against the Pistons. You had George or you had um, Gary Payton, you had Carl Malone, you had Shaq, you had Kobe. You're like, how the hell do you beat that? Yeah. And then look at that. I mean, it's, it, they lost what, four to one? Like, they got their asses kicked. So, <laughs> you know, just having the names does not make you a good team. So, right. that's it's all about I, chemistry, man. That's it. To kind of wrap up that, that whole conversation we had, like, it, it's all it's all about the team together and you love to see it but uh, my question to you guys i just would say what what is your m most shocking part of free agency so far because we know bruce brown it wasn't it it's sad but it wasn't shocking so what, what was yeah. the most shocking kobe i'll ask you first that three one 
The biggest one was Jeremy Grant getting paid $32 million. <laughs> Jeez, man. Like, oh, wow. For, wait, wait, for the to that production. point, though, Kobe, I don't want to interrupt you, but to that point, yeah. I asked Jeremy before, do you think he would have signed that if he knew Dame wanted to be traded? Because Dame requesting the trade happened after his signing. Yeah. he. Yeah. I thought he was going to sign it regardless. To okay. me, Jeremy is all about a bag. Yeah. <clears throat> but mm-hmm. – even though I mean he did with the Detroit Jack, like yeah. you go to Detroit, Nuggets were paying you sixty million, and you go to Detroit to a franchise that's nowhere close to playoff contention. When he was, you know, there, go to Portland with Dame, and you play lackluster. The production was nowhere close, and I'm starting to think Joker made Jeremy Grant look good, and then that's how he made you know, look good for real, yeah. yeah. Made him look like he was a bona fide all star. The second one, I think, was Fred Van Vliet getting 130, I believe. Mm-hmm. Fred, go get your money. Um, to me, being an undrafted player and being able to make that amount of money is ridiculous because it just goes to show you that Fred put in the work and going to a franchise like Houston. I see Houston slowly but surely trying to regain their ropes after, um, you know, seasons of just chaos, it seems like. Yeah. And then the third one, I would say, or I would say the two that are tied is Ty- Tyrese Halliburton, like Jeremy said, getting paid that amount of money. Because I think the Pacers see a unguardable, just outright dog in that point guard position with Tyrese. And then you have, to me, <laughs> Desmond, Game- Desmond Bain getting paid that money. And I was like, Okay, y'all could have found someone else because to me, I see it, but then I don't because you're giving the bag to someone who has the potential, but he didn't showcase that against the Lakers. And I think a lot of times they just pay the money. And that's the thing about the Nuggets. They don't just give money to anyone. They want to see you work for it. And I know there was all, I remember... I think a couple of weeks ago, before free agency free agency started, a lot of Nuggets for fan, Nuggets fans were bitter about why was MPJ giving the bag over Bruce and and it's like just because MPJ is a talent that you just can't pass on. You know, you want that core, you want that gel to stay for a while. And so I think those were the four, but that one. Jeremy Grant getting paid 32 is ridiculous because I was just like, he's just there for the money. He's not even trying to win. And he could have <laughs> won. He could have pulled a Bruce where he got the got a championship and then dipped. That's totally fine. Yeah. But when you go for a bag, it's kind of like you get paid $32 million per year just to have average probably like 15. I don't even know how many points he averages last season, but it's like there, I, need, I need a little bit more. So that's, those are the four, and I'll pass it over to you, Jeremy. Um, I mean, you said a lot of the stuff that, that I noticed as well, obviously, with, with Fred Van Vliet. Um, I thought that that was kind of crazy, of course, with Jeremy Grant getting so much money, considering we know where he came from, right? We saw we saw that grind. And yes, you said it. Nikola Jokic makes people a lot of money, right? Because when they play in that in that offense, he does all this work. And all you got to do is catch the ball, slash, hit your open <laughs> shots. That's it, bro. You show up to work. Some of their salary, man. Yeah, like like that's that's it. That's all you got to do. So he makes it easy for everybody to make their money. Um, but I'll tell you, probably the sneaky, the sneaky move that I did kind of notice was probably Dennis Schroeder, right? Signing a two year, 
to Toronto, as soon as Fred left, they were just like, all right. Because if you think about, obviously, with Dennis Schroeder and how his situation played out um, when he was on, you know, the Lakers prior, right? And and he had that that moment where it was just like they offered him, allegedly, they offered him this big bag, and then he turned it down to bet on himself in free agency. And then all of a sudden, he did not get that money, right? I think he ended up signing for like one year, five million or something. Like it was because he was supposed to make so much more than that. So, you know, to now at least get a two year, I believe it's 26. Um, that's not, I mean, at least you, you, you jumping back into the bag a little bit, you getting a little bit of, getting a little bit of your money back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Dennis Schroeder, not to say that he played well in, in the playoffs and he definitely didn't do much against Jamal Murray, but, um, Hey man, get your money. I think that's, <laughs> that's the, that's the title of this episode right now. Get your money. Okay. That's, that's it. You know, name of that. No, I, I, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to, like, get your money at this point because a lot of these guys, I mean, regardless of if they played extremely well or not, you know, there's just teams that's just ready to sign them for whatever based on their name, based on things they've done in the past. But a lot of these guys that we brought up weren't, like, you know what they say about, like, what you've done for me lately? A lot of these guys were not even that good lately, but – we've seen certain potential things that they've done in their career. So now they're just like, listen, we know if we get you in this opportunity, you'll be able to thrive. So we'll see. We shall see, obviously, with everything that's happening. But free agency will continue, guys. Like, we're only a day and a half into it. Um, And obviously, this Damian Lillard move will kind of move the needle on a lot of different things for certain people. But I just saw that, like, all the sports books and stuff, the Miami Heat's odds to win the championship just went from plus 1,300 to plus 1,000. Not that big of a jump. So it's just like they were like, okay, I guess I guess they got a chance, you know. But, I mean, <laughs> but, but the, Nuggets, the Nuggets are still ranked number one right now. I think there, there are some books that, that have the Celtics because of the Kristaps Porzingis situation. Um, and I think I think he actually is going to fit really well with that team, too, because he does give them something that uh, I think they didn't have before. Kobe, talk to me. What happens if it doesn't work? Then they lose again. Do you think Dylan Brown's leaving? I think he's leaving. I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so, too. Is he, I think yeah. is he an unrestricted free agent? Who? Uh, Jalen Brown. Well, not right now, no, but he will be. He will be. I think I think I'm pretty sure this is the last year of his contract, if I remember correctly. Um, but I think but yeah, Kobe, I, I think I see where you're going with that because if they don't win now, like this upcoming season, if you don't win, I guarantee one of those two guys is gone. More than likely it'll be Jalen Brown, because I think Jason Tatum is more the guy there, but one of they're not going to be together again if they do not win this upcoming season. Hey, you got to hit them with a Barkley guaranteed. Guaranteed. That's why I asked it because I'm like, Chris Epps can't stay healthy. So he that's can. what I'm saying. Like, is it, is it, was it worth it? And then let me ask you this. If Bradley Bill and those sons don't get to a chip and win it, do you think they'll blow it up? I think they'll have to just off of the CBA alone, right? Like, I think because of the this new collective bargaining agreement, like, they won't have a whole lot of time now to, to do this. Like, this is a 
bank on everything right now type of situation for them. Because I think the way that that deal is set up, a lot of teams won't be able to hold that many max contracts on there unless unless these guys are just like, all right, cool. Now nah, I'm good. Just take my take my money and give it to other guys. It's a battle of ego. And at that point, listen, let's be real. Ain't, no, ain't none of them doing that. None, uh, none of them are going to do that. Kevin Durant is not going to take less, at least not less than what he believes he deserves. Devin Booker definitely won't. So, so stop it, man. Like, I think, so I think both of those teams, those are great points. I think both of those teams are in win now mode. And if now, of course, they both can't win now, right? Like it has to be just one. So, and probably it won't be either of them. Let's be real. Uh, But it's possible. It's possible, I guess. We, we got we to gotta say that, Jack. Like you said, we can't guarantee the Nuggets win the whole thing, although I did say that in a video already, so I cannot backtrack. I but Listen, man, just, I wouldn't – well, then again, I don't drink, so I wasn't drunk when I said it. So I was just straight <laughs> up just being real. That's the, the night the Nuggets won it because for me it was just like people was talking so much trash for all these years. I was just like, you know what? We, we, we take it the next season too. What y'all going to say? amen it is what it is y'all but um listen guys this this has been this has been cool man just kind of chopping it up about free agency and everything that's happening of course a lot of things are going to change moving forward um certain teams are still going to be in the mix making moves the nuggets still have some moves to make so we'll see what calvin booth does but before we head up out of here any of you guys got anything for me jack you got any uh final words for the nuggets fans listening Hey, shout out to uh, we got finally got someone in competition with Jokic's uh, contract. Lamelo being the uh, second highest paid player of all time, which insane, is- <laughs> insane. Him and Halliburton, two sixty million. That is just nuts. But hey, get your bag. Like we say, hey, get like your the bag. Title of this podcast. <laughs> get your bag. Get your bag. Got anything else for us, man? I'm just ready for summer league. I just want to see. What yeah. these players are gonna do? Because I, I, I have, I have a couple things that I think if when when I see production out those rookies, I think Calvin Booth will make some adjustments to the lineup and whatnot. But I'm just eager for summer league because if I see what I think I see, I might play Schrotter, get him some minutes. But um, nah, I'm just looking forward to this upcoming season. I mean, it's funny because when you win championship, you're like, all right. That's cool. Like Kobe said, it's cool, but I want another one. You know, like you, you want another yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just eager to see what they do um, in summer league, but most importantly, kind of excited for the new season coming up. But that's all I got. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, guys, like I said, this has been dope. Um, you know, we'll see what moves happen before the end of the day, because you never know. Uh, you get back on Twitter in the next 20, 25 minutes and something else might be different. You know, Woj might drop a little bomb on us. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> but listen, guys, until the next episode, we will continue to talk nuggets and, of course, a lot of stuff around the league moving forward just to keep you guys updated with everything that affects this team. But um, until the next show, this is Denver Hoops and Dreams signing off. Peace. Peace.